Hey, we are in Sefer Yeshayahu, Perek Memhei, Pasuk Aleph, Ko Omar Hashem, the Meshicho Lechoresh. So we ended yesterday with the Navi Yeshayahu revisiting the miraculous era of Koresh, or as we refer to him as Cyrus, the king of Persia, that we saw that in the first year of his reign, he announced that the Kaddish Baruch Hu had appeared to him and told him to tell B'nai Yisrael to go back to Eretz Yisrael and rebuild the temple. He would do everything possible to assist them with money, with craftsmen. And this was miraculous in the sense that Koresh, one, was the leader of the major nation of the, the world. In other words, he had conquered the known world. Two, what is even more amazing, is that this prophecy that Yeshayahu gives is at least 160 years before Koresh ascends the throne. Moreover, he names Koresh specifically. He says exactly what Koresh is going to do. He refers to him by name. And now we're going to continue with a more uh, elaborate explanation of Korach and why he was chosen for this special assignment as we say, 160 years before uh, the prophet dies. In other words, Koresh is 160 years after. So we begin with Pasuk Aleph. Koamar Hashem l'meshicho l'koresh. So the Kaddish Baruch Hu says to his anointed one, Koresh, that's a pretty... Um, elevated title, Meshicho usually means God's anointed one, usually referring to the use of the oil of Meshicha that was used on kings, but the Mephorshim say it could also be used um, to refer to a special assignment to a specially chosen person as this is. And so he refers to him as Meshicho, Asher Hersakti Biyamino, I have strengthened his right hand, to conquer uh, nations, to subdue them. Uh, in effect, I will make him a, a world empire. And I will see to it that I go before him and he will be able to conquer Anything that stands before him, um, the kings, the armies of the kings, I will subdue, I will open the doors, the gates of these very heavily fortified cities, the kings will not be able to close them. They will be totally weakened before Koresh, my anointed. Further, says the Navi, Ani lefanecha eilecha v'hadudim ayasher, Koresh, I will go before you, starting, uh, straightening out the crooked places. I will see to it that the um, 
copper jaws. I will break. In other words, any defense. And the metal bars I will destroy. In other words, no king will offer you any resistance, any fortification, any defense. I will have broken down before you. Interesting phrase. I will give to you the treasuries that are in the dark and hidden. So that you will know that I am the Kaddish Baruch Yisrael, who is summoning you. You do not know me yet, but you will. But for the time being, I will give to you the treasuries that have been hidden. So what does that mean? Besides that he will become a mighty conqueror, that the treasures that are in vaults, that are hidden, the national treasures of others hidden in dark secret places, I will open for you. And some of say that this refers to one example is we all know the expression rich is Croesus. That's the person is wealthy Croesus of Lydia, who according to Herodotus, the Greek historian, was, as we say, the richest man in the world. And so that I'm giving you his treasure. You're going to conquer Lydia. You're going to conquer the treasure of the richest man in the world. Moreover, Ezra said that the time of Koresh's declaration, he returned to Israel. All the looted treasures of Judea that Nebuchadnezzar had taken. So that was another hidden treasure that he uncovers and puts at the disposal of the Jewish people. Laman Abdi Yaakov Yisrael Bechiroi for the sake of my servants, Yaakov and Yisrael, the, both the uh, people of Israel, Israel and Judea, I am calling you by name, even though, as we say again, you do not know me. Um, Ekra lecha b'shimcha achancha v'lo yidatani. I will do this for your, not for your sake, but rather so that you will return my chosen people to their land. Continues the Navi. Ani Hashem ve'ein od zulasi ein elokim. We have had this theme before. Uh, there is no other God, and I will strengthen you. You still will not know me even though I was preparing you. There's no God before me. At this moment, you do not know me. How could you? It's 160 years before your reign. But I am telling you exactly what will happen. Um, so that they will know from the rising sun in the east and from the west, that there is nothing beside me. He efes biladi. There is no other God. There is no other force of nature. 
Ani Hashem Ve'enod, I am Hashem, and that's it. There is nothing else. Yotzer or uvorei choshech, oseh shalom uvorei ra, ani Hashem, oseh kol ela. So this is a little bit of a difficult concept. In its shot, it says, I created the uh, light, I created the dark, I make peace, and I am the one solely responsible for this. And then I create Ra. So you must take this in the context of the religious atmosphere at that time of Koresh. Because before Koresh, as we have seen through history, there were a multiplicity of false gods. Nations had a god for rain, a god for sun, a god for this. There were literally thousands of deities. The Mephorshim tells us that along came a Greek philosopher who we have heard the name before, Zoroastra. Zoroastra created the concept of that there are really two gods. There's a god of light, there's a god of darkness. The god of light controls that which is good in life, man's sustenance, his prosperity, his health. The bad in life are the terrible events. So it is a duality of deities. There are two gods. And this was Koresh's religion. In other words, there are no longer thousands. He instituted in Paras, there are two gods, God of light, God of dark. So Yeshayahu is telling Koresh, there's no such thing as, quote, a good God and, quote, a bad God. There is only one God who creates good and bore ra. It is a, a concept of a monotheism that the Kodesh Baruch Hu is, there is no two gods ruling the earth, one for good and one for bad. Pasuches, harifu shamayim mimau schakim yizlut sedek. I will drop down from the heavens, rain, dawn justice on earth, there will be mishpat, tiptach eretz, um, there will be just a growth of justice that I myself have created. Again, it is I. I am operating alone. There is no other God. I have created the entire universe and I continue to administer it as it were. Look only to me. Now, there is what occurs now, a confusion in B'nai Yisrael, a confusion as to the nature and almost a, a, a disappointment in the Geula. In other words, Yeshayo is predicting it, that even with Koresh, because one, B'nai Yisrael are asking themselves, why is this being done through Koresh? Why is it not our Nevi'im, our leaders, that are 
commanding us to go back to Eretz Yisrael. Two, we saw that um, there's an interruption. There is a break in the interruption of two, uh, four years, and then it is rebuilt and it takes again 14 years. But why, the, if it's a geula prophesied by Yeshayahu and the Kaddish Baruch Hu, why are we stopping for 14 years? Why the interruption? And there was a gate in the temple that was done as a gesture to the Persians called the Shushan Gate. They want to know why is Paras and Madai being accorded such significant status in this. This is B'nai Yisrael. This is the Kaddish Baruch Hu, This is our base Hamikdash. And why, and most important of all, has there not been the Mashiach through this? We have been promised by the Mashiach, and as we've discussed before, that had B'nai Yisrael responded to Koresh's um, <clears throat> invitation to go back to Israel to rebuild the temple, the Mashiach would have come <clears throat> in the form of Shrubavel. Let me read to you from the Navi um, Chagai, who says, Bayom Hahun Um Hashem, in that day of the restoration of the temple, ben Avdi, I have chosen Zubavel, who we know was of the Davidic dynasty. I have chosen him I have put him in a special rulership, because I have chosen you. So why wasn't Zubavel the Mashiach as it seems to be prophesied? Literally because they could only get 42, 43,000 people to go back to Israel. And so the Kaddish Baruch who says no. In any event, all these things confuse B'nai Yisrael. They are sources of confusion. Why no Moshiach? Why the interruption? Why the Shushan Gate? Why uh, is Koresh doing this and not the Jewish people motivating it themselves? And so the Kaddish Baruch who turns now through Yeshayahu on B'nai Yisrael and says to them, in effect, Pasuk Tes, Hoi Ravis Yitzro Cheresh's Harshe Adoma Hayomer Harmor Li Yitzroel, Matase Upolecha Enyo Daimlo. How, in effect, how dare you criticize Hashem because Korosh's proclamation did not materialize as promised that it would lead uh, to a total Geula and Meshichus? A woe to you who has the audacity to quarrel with me, who has formed broken clear utensil among thousands of utensils. Would you dare complain if you were a broken, shattered pot to the maker, the molder who formed you out of clay? Would you say... Uh, Matasa, what have you done? Your work has no purpose. There's no purpose to what you have done. You wouldn't dare 
do that, and yet you are challenging me. So by complaining about the nature of the Golis Bovel, it's as if you are telling, uh, a child is telling his father, Matolid, uh, why did you beget me? And to his mother, what are you giving birth to? So, Ko Amar Hashem, Kadosh Yisrael, the Yotro, Osiyosha Aluni Albonai, Yodai Titsaveni. Yes, you have a certain right to ask me about events that are coming, but can you dictate to me about my children and the work of my hand? Shaluni Albonai, Valpal Yodai Titsaveni? No. In other words, how dare you? Anochi Osisi Eretz Adam Aleha Barasi. I created the world. I created man. Ani Yadai Natu Shamayim Bechols for Um CVC. I have commanded all the um, earth, all the lands, and we will conclude with Pasuk Yud Gimel for now. That says Anochi Hari Osi. Uh, I awakened him, him being Koresh, with justice, but Sedek, behold, Rachov, I share, I will straighten his path. Who, Yivne, Iri, Vagolusi, he will build um, my exiles, he will set them free. Behold, Rachov, I share. He will do this without bribe, without payment, says the Kaddish Baruch Hu. He is doing this at my behest. Koresh is my instrumentality of restoring the base Hamikdash, ending the Golos, and possibly it was to bring Moshiach, but that is placed, as it were, on hold. So let's stop here, and in Mir Hashem, we will continue with the amazing relationship between the Kaddish Baruch Hu and his anointed one, Koresh, and the ultimate Golos.